welcome to the Mystic Millennials podcast, hosted by Abby and Bethany. This is a podcast to share the reality of spirituality and what it is really like to be 20-somethings navigating a spiritual awakening. Join us weekly as we become your new spiritual BFFs, sharing all about our own journeys while celebrating the amazing people who inspire, motivate, and encourage us to embrace our modern mysticism. Let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Good day. How's things? How are we going, everyone? We're back here. We're back for another episode. Can't stop, won't stop. No, we won't. We really won't. This will be the fourth episode that we put out, which mm-hmm. as we're filming it, will be in five days, which is crazy. Because up until yeah. now, we've been like bulk filming, like bulk recording and filming for like like a while in advance. Yep. I can't believe it. It's, it's exciting. exciting. I it's hope we're doing well. <laughs> I know. We can't even tell. There's no feedback. I, um, I think like, I don't know. I feel like we're getting more comfortable mm. and more like, you know, just like chatting away. Yeah. Interviewee, which I think is really cool. Yeah, me too. I have fun while I'm doing it as well. So I I think that translates. Well, I hope it translates. Um, so I love that for us. <laughs> Me too. Big fan, big fan. So for this week's episode, guys, we were thinking, well, we didn't really have any thoughts. <laughs> we were trying to think. And we The thing is we no have so many ideas, but you know when you have so many ideas that you can't possibly pick one? That's kind of the vibe we're at. <laughs> I think once we release as well, it'll be like, you know, we'll get, we'll get the external feedback as well, which will, which will like allow us to marinate in some in which ideas we want to bring forward but yeah as we've said we've said the ideas are flowing and then today we saw all the ideas and it was a little overwhelming it was the state of overwhelm was like oofed I don't know about it um but Abby had a really cool idea which is she's got some are they what are they called conversation starters or yeah so if listeners are familiar with flex mummy um she has a we are an official called... flex mummy stan podcast um, by the way if anyone's curious. fangirls um <laughs> absolutely so she has a company called flex factor and they do these cards um and this is questions you really want to answer and it's basically a critical thinking conversation card game so you basically pick a card it will have a question on it and you answer on reflex So you just want to answer the first thing that comes to your head and then discuss. So it encourages you to challenge your initial thoughts and, you know, a bit of critical thinking. There's also a would you rather, which we might do as well, but we thought fun vibes. Yeah, fun vibes. Just so you know, it's not always um, all serious on the the Mystic Millennials pod because honestly, half the time when me and Abby talk, it's not serious. We're just generally chatting um, some shit. And so we thought that'd be fun to share because I don't know about you guys, but I love listening to podcasts where friends just babble and just have fun conversations and just yeah just get uh, also get us out of our comfort zone of what we feel like we should talk about and let's just see what what happens so I'm really excited I think it's gonna be fun yeah me too um before we start shall we do our weekly win and our weekly whinge um for the week Beth yes absolutely um 
let me think, what is my win and my whinge? My win is that um, I, the first ever Sephora opened in WA. We've never had one. I know. Oh, can you believe? So my win is that I got to go um, makeup shopping, which was really fun. Get some more makeup. Amazing. Don't need more at all. Don't need to spend money. Did, Did we it do anyway. it? Yeah. Did it anyway. Um, and I think my whinge for the week is that um, Christmas is really soon and I haven't started my, I am nowhere close to be able to start Christmas shopping. Um, oh, my God. Everyone yeah. that's coming How- to, like, everyone seems to be talking about it. And I'm just like, wait a second. I thought it was about August, maybe. Sorry. <laughs> You're telling me you really expect me to believe that next Monday it's November? I don't Excuse know. Excuse me. That seems fake. So, fake yeah. <laughs> I'm got, oh, sorry, I don't start Christmas shopping until December. <laughs> She's a December 23rd kind of gal. <laughs> December 23rd kind of gal. I am. Except last year I did do um online shopping so I did have to be a little bit earlier so it would come that's my thing is like you know Australia Post is so overwhelmed and I'm like if I I need to actually get onto it now so that I can if people yeah if I gotta order anyways this is your if you're listening to this when this comes out on the 29th of October this is your sign start your Christmas shopping (laughs) start thinking about it I was that was not on my radar Oh, I suppose I work in retail. So I think that is my radar. Is yeah. Christ- I've been, everyone I, in my work has been talking about Christmas for the last two months. Like this is just. I'm, I'm pretty glad I don't work retail anymore, to be honest. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. That's a good whinge. How about you? Well, my win is, do you watch TikTok? Please. Of course you I do. do. My partner is like the TikTok spokesperson like we'll I... send, she will send me like 10 a day no shit it's okay we'll, we'll actually gonna... have to lay like, when we're going to sleep I'll have to sit, sit there and watch them like it's my homework so that I know how what you know I know what she's talking about <laughs> okay well I do the same thing with my partner okay. um I'm gonna start sending you TikToks now there's a warning please do <laughs> I'm obsessed with TikTok I know what's happening on there I'm spending a little too much screen time on there but if you're on TikTok at the moment you may have heard of Emily Mariko are you familiar? No. Okay. I'm, Emily, I'm about to get schooled. <laughs> Emily Mariko has become, her popularity has soared on TikTok simply for being an organized queen. Oh, All, she's like one of those, she has like a really great like pantry and stuff. Yes. So yeah. her content is her making like amazingly nutritious foods, like going to the farmer's market, cleaning out her fridge. So wholesome. And, so wholesome. Usually... To be honest, I could be kind of triggered by that content, being like, that is not me. <laughs> and being like, oh, okay, how is she like that? But it's very, it's it's done in a certain way that you're like, I want to be like Emily Mariko. I is, it like, have- is it like, is it like those ASMR ones where they like put the little containers back in things and it makes those nice little clicking noises? Because I I love that shit. <laughs> yeah. She is usually, yeah, there's usually not, not any talking. It's just her making her meals. Anyway, there's one particular salmon meal. And if, if you know, you know, <laughs> there's a salmon meal and it's like, a was it like the salmon and rice with the seaweed? Salmon and rice. It is. Oh my God. Yeah. You I do know it everywhere. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. That is Emily Mariko. <sighs> anyway. So I've been seeing this, this salmon dish everywhere. And I was like, I want to make this. It's like deconstructed sushi, right? 
And so um, this is my wig, by the way. I was, I've been very inspired to, and for those who don't know, rice, and she heats it up in a particular way where she heats up the rice with an ice cube on top, some parchment paper, and that steams the rice. And then when it comes out of the microwave, the ice cube is intact. But how does that happen? <laughs> but how? Anyway, you kind of shred the salmon, mix it all together, put some kewpie mayo on, bit of sriracha, bit of soy sauce. Um, you can have some nori sheets and cut them up into little strips or just like, you know, the snack seaweed mm-hmm. and just have a little seaweed with it. And it is delicious. I made it. It lived up to the hype, let me tell you. Uh-huh. I was Because you know how you see those meals? And it's usually not that good. Never as good. Yeah, never as it good. did. It was actually very good. So that's mm. my win. I had that for lunch. Obsessed. I, be my... I was like that with the, um, that feta, the baked feta and tomato. I never tried that. Oh, yeah. That was, that was worth the hype. That, that was be next week's win. You should do that <sighs> on the weekend. It's great. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Done. Um, so that'll be my next, that's going to be my meal that I kind of, you know, fixate on and I'll have it for like three months and then never have it again. So that's my win. Delicious. Loved my lunch today. Um, my whinge, I'm actually realising quite a lot of these are connected to food for me. Um, my whinge, I'd done all my groceries for the week, went to make my spaghetti bolognese last night, cooked up the mince, went to cook my pasta. No pasta. Don't no buy pasta. pasta. Oh, stitch up. <sighs> Self-stitch up. Self-stitch up. Did I go to the supermarket? Absolutely not. I had my bolognese. On a wrap. <laughs> I'm so like that too, actually. <laughs> my life is stayed, a mess. <laughs> we stayed with my in-laws recently and they had like, her mum was making us all dinner and like went to go get stuff and then like came back. I was like, oh, I forgot something. So went again, was halfway through cooking. I was like, oh, I forgot tomato paste. Went a third time. Absolutely. And not. I was like, oh my God. And me. I think she ended up going again later to get like cat food. It's like she had to go like a fourth. Like it was like, it was crazy to me. I was like, I live, I can walk to the shops in five minutes. If I forgot an ingredient, you better believe I'm going without it. Like, oh, absolutely. Or I'm just no way. Yeah. Uber eats for me. I didn't, I didn't actually, until that, I didn't consciously realize that it was a thing that I could just leave my house again. Like I wasn't, because I'd started cooking, didn't mean that I could only mm-hmm. cook and eat. Like, I, <laughs> It's way too much for me. It's I and so I'm funny. Conscious of the fact that I could leave, but um, I will not be doing that. <laughs> I will not be doing it, and I will not be taking any questions on it. <laughs> <laughs> no comments. No further no comments. Comment, no comment. Thank you. Um, I love that so much. That's brilliant. Yeah. Shall we jump in? Let's jump in. Conversation cards. So you know what, Beth? I'm thinking. Let's do a couple of would you rather's to start us off. A few rapid fire. Um. Rapid fire. Okay. Okay. Rapid fire to start us to start us off, and some of them are a bit more lighthearted than others. But yeah. I mean, you'll see. You'll see. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. You're gonna bet them before you just so that they're podcast. No. no. Oh, maybe. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I would maybe just in case. <laughs> no, this is fun. I didn't get the. There's like some explicit ones. That, oh, okay. We didn't these are just the it's not like a cards against humanity, but a would you rather like that? I don't think that's Spotify approved. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But there are some like I don't know that YouTube ones. would like let us, you know, go with that one. <laughs> yeah. These should be fine. Anyway, if I read it out and we're like, no, nah, we'll just edit it out. Um, 
Okay, would you rather be able to read minds but only when people are thinking bad things about you or constantly stutter during important or serious chats? <laughs> I'd rather no, constantly that's really hard. I'd rather um, constantly stutter. I just stuttered. I would rather I would rather read people's thoughts actually. Would you simply because my anxiety already makes me think that people are thinking bad things about me anyway so at least it would affirm (laughs) you know what see I was gonna say that as well because I was like I already think it would probably like but then you would know every time oh yeah true it'd be a real day dampener I think Um, that would exacerbate anxiety for me flex why you do this to us (laughs) yeah no you're right no you're right yeah I would yeah, I would I would accept the I would stuttering's not so bad. No, nah, you're right. Yeah, okay. Agreed. You've got me on your team. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Are you a Harry Potter fan? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. This is gonna this is gonna make me find a lot out about you. Would you rather choose Slytherin or Gryffindor? Well, I am a Slytherin, so Slytherin. I'm a Slytherin too. <laughs> I mean, Gryffindor, they're just always no. so much. No, exactly. Oh, my word. Slytherin. So extra. Slytherin for life. Honestly, when I was younger, I wanted to be Gryffindor. Me too. I remember I've evolved, the Pottermore quiz about four different times. And <laughs> me like, too. And you email every time. Me and too. And it kept being like Slytherin. And I was like, how? I know. I was like trying to manipulate the results. Yeah. I was like, fully. not. But now I'm older. I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm proud of it. It's good. Oh, yeah. We love. Okay. Well, this is fun. Would you rather visit one country with an unlimited budget or travel the world on a very limited budget? Um, I'd probably rather visit one country on an unlimited budget, to be honest with you. Uh, me too. Mm. <laughs> I, I just go, I would just pick, yeah, I would just go really hard. Like, and I'd pick somewhere really big. Like I would pick somewhere like Canada or the US where like you know the US I think mm. my partner traveled the US for like six weeks and like every part of the US is so completely different like yeah. you can be in the snow one day you can be in the desert the next you can be on mm. a beach like and I just feel like you could like just do so much mm. um, New York oh. yeah I mean New York I could have spent a month there and yeah. still not gone through half mm. of it um mm-hmm. yeah I would do yeah I would do that me too because I've also just elaborating for my reasoning i've done the low budget traveling it's not all it's cracked up to me (laughs) well it's fun and it's an experience but i'm ready to experience the luxurious get me the money please yes exactly um yeah okay oh okay would you rather have a near-death experience every day or have sleep paralysis every night have you had sleep paralysis before? I have not, no. <gasps> okay, really... so it's, it's kind of hard for you to say. Yeah, it's pretty hard for me to say, but um, oh, I really love sleep, so I near-death experience. I like to think after a while um, I would just get used to it, <laughs> but I would not get used to not sleeping soundly. <laughs> That's yeah. something that I would not cope with. Sleep paralysis is terrifying and... Um, I don't like it. I think so. I've had I've had sleep paralysis multiple times, and there are like different types that you can get. So one of them is that you feel someone touching you. One of them is that you like you feel a presence. 
<laughs> like there's a demon on top of you. Um, one oh of gosh. them. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, one of them is that you feel like you're moving, and I've had all of them, Beth. So mm. I, <laughs> the the funniest one now. It's funny now, but the funniest one was I was on my gap year in England, and it was like. I worked at a school, like an old boarding school, and I was convinced that it was haunted where I was sleeping. Oh anyway, oh so I, I had this this sleep paralysis dream and there was this, like, lady demon. And the thing with sleep paralysis dreams is, like, everything is hyper-realistic. Oh so everything in your room is exactly the same. You think it's so real. Anyway, there was this lady demon and she grabs onto my feet and just starts flipping me up and down. And that was my sleep paralysis dream. And you I can't mean, you can't scream or anything. Horrible. You can't scream. <laughs> that's awful. Oh you my god. <laughs> are you okay? Right. And it was a while ago now, but like you're good. I'm all right. I'm all right. There was one the a couple of months ago where um, we left our cupboard open. And in my dream, the cupboard was open and the demon came out of the cupboard, grabbed my foot. And you know, in paranormal activity, she gets yeah, dragged uh, out of the yes. bed. Yeah. <laughs> dragged out of the bed. I distinctly remember watching that movie because my parents said, don't watch it, Beth. It's going to scare you. And I said, I'm tough. And I straight up, I think it's like, I don't know how old was I came out? Maybe 13, 14, maybe 15. Fully slept with the lights on for a good couple months. <laughs> yep. I, I think it's well, a rite of passage for like millennia, young yeah, millennials, surely, absolutely. to have watched Paranormal Activity and your parents said, don't <laughs> do it, and then had to have the light on for a good while after. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, I used to work at a video store, Network Video, like a block, like a poor man's blockbuster. I know. I'm um, very familiar with Network Video. <laughs> they had them over here too. Network Video. So I used to work there and I used to, because I worked there, I got free rentals. So I would rent out movies all the time. And my friend and I had an obsession with horror movies. So we would just watch like five horror movies like a day during the holidays. That's probably excessive, like two horror movies um, each day during the school holidays. I was obsessed and now I cannot watch, cannot do it. It makes me sick to my stomach that I used to watch that as like a 14-year-old. <laughs> I know. I, what were you doing, babe? <laughs> we, were so, we were so like, isn't that such a like thing with being a teenager? Like you're just so determined to be so tough. And then you look back and you're like, you just did not have to do that. Like I you know. could have just been like, <laughs> you, you, you were doing the most time. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Literally. Um, yeah. So maybe that's what sparked my sleep paralysis. No, probably not. I don't know what makes that happen. Um, okay. Would you rather completely forget the most recent month of your life or live the same day over and over Again, for a month. Uh, I'll answer first. I feel like I've already lived the same day over and over for about I was about four to say, you're coming out lockdown. lockdown, so that's not even, it's not even. An I'd rather do that. It's not that hard. Question. <laughs> if I could choose the day, yes. Your most recent day. My most recent day. What did I do yesterday? Nah, I would, nah, nah. I would, I would did just work yesterday? forget the month. Yeah, I'd forget <laughs> the month. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good with that. I was working, so I will forget. I mean, not that much. I mean, yeah. No, nah, I'd still live the same day. I basically did that. Um, all right. Let's do one more 
Let's do one. This is more. so fun. I'm gonna have to get them for when we have like I don't know why I always say I don't know if it's just like coming into your mid-20s, but I find myself saying, Oh, we could like have that for a dinner party one day. Like, you know what I mean? Like we could have friends yes. over and like make them dinner and like have drinks. And I recently just bought like a new like little like cocktail jug thing with some cool glasses. Hey. I was like, oh my God, like for a dinner party, how fun. And that, yeah, this would be fun for a dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. an old lady. Yeah, I'm an old lady too. No, I don't think you can see, but I've got my little, my little nana blankie over my lap at the moment. Um, okay. Last one for the, would you rather, and then we'll do some conversation questions. Cool. Would you rather have everyone know all the details about your finances or have everyone know all the intimate details of your love life and friendships? Oh my God, isn't that so funny? The polarity between money and relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, They're very deeply connected. Mm. I think that's something that gets overlooked with money, isn't it? How actually rooted in emotion it is. Ah, like, because yeah. it does. It's like, essentially, as soon as you said money, like, I like had such a like a physical reaction. I was like, oh, like it is so emotional. Like mm. money, it's like a relationship. It is. It's a relationship. Well, that's what I saw. I, don't, I can't remember who who shared it. But it was like, would would your money like would your money go out with you? Like, how do you treat your money? Like, when you're looking at that relationship with money, um, and it is so true. That's something I'm doing. Um, doing it's called Heal Your Money with Natalia Benson at the moment. Um, it's amazing. She's amazing. Um, and yeah, it's like so crazy emotional. Um, but I think when it comes to that, I probably honestly would rather share about my friendship, my love life, and my friendships. Really? Yeah. I'm because I'm pretty open with that sort of stuff. Like I I tell everyone everything. Like yeah. and, and anything that I would say about my relationship to someone else, I would say in my relationship. Mm. And same with my friendships, like anything that I would say to my friends, say about my friends, I would say to my friends for the most part. Like, yeah, I would. So yeah. But I'm I- I'm very I'm very sus with money. Like it's, we don't have a great relationship. So maybe one day. We're working on it. <laughs> working I, on it. We've just started dating. You know, we're just like, we're just yeah. figuring things out. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? We're getting to know each other. Um, I I don't mind. I would probably rather finances just because, just so that I would have like the space to emotionally digest anything that happened in, in my love life or friendships before I shared it because I'm a little more, maybe that comes down to our moon. Like I'm a little more guarded with my emotions. Um, so I need to be ready before I share. And I yeah. think while I'm like mainly good with people knowing everything, I still like to give myself like space to process before mm. I just like share um, and I don't really care about finance, like people knowing about my finances. I don't know why. So I remember- true, no, I'm so glad you brought out moon sign though. Cause like, like my Aries moons at the top of my charts. So I don't give, I don't give shit. Like I'll tell mm. anyone how I'm feeling. Mine's in the um, house. But my Venus, which rules money is right next to Chiron, which is a soul wound. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, I have, I have a lot of resistance and shame when it comes to talking about money. So yeah, that's something that, that I really. so interesting. Yeah, I know. Isn't that so. Mm. Mm. Where's your Venus? <laughs> that's a great question. A great question. Uh, Me um, doing like a little, like, like freaking 
Kim I think Possible, my Venus like, looking up on my laptop to try and find it. I feel like my Venus is in Aries. Yeah, Venus in Aries. In the seventh, you value relationships more. Well, that makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Not, not us bringing um, everything back to astrology. <laughs> I mean, if you guys don't want to be listening to astrology all the time, Wait, you're on the wrong pod, my fam. <laughs> Um, yeah, the well, that's pod. interesting. I love that. Okay. Cool. That was really fun. Yeah, that was fun. I love these cuts. Let's do a couple of deep dive conversational questions. Heck Let me yeah. do it. A little shuffle. I know. It's so funny when we were like getting ready for this, Abby started shuffling them and I was like, are you going to do like tarot pool or something? <laughs> like automatically. I was just like, it is just habit. Yeah, no, you just have it. You just focus in on the third eye while you're shuffling. Like, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah it's probably very unnecessary to shuffle um okay first question bethany yeah in relationships do you look for shared morals or shared motivations oh my god that is so oh my god i love that i would say shared morals and the reason being like for me morals are such a root and they're such a supporting network like they're what ground me and so for me you know I use my motivation for what I do externally in my life but I always come back to myself to my partner to my morals like that's like my home Mm -hmm. um and so yeah I think I think it for me it would be okay for me my partner to have different motivations as long as where we were coming from was from that same place yeah um hmm it's a good one what do you think Abby yeah motivation for me I like to have different motivations to my partner. I like to have different interests and different things that we're striving for because it's great to have things outside of your relationship that interest you and have that polarity so that you come together and have the similarity. So, yeah, I don't mind not having the same motivations, Um, obviously not all completely separate motivations, but shared morals for me as well because that's really the that's really the central that's that's the foundation um and it's also what it's what feeds your every move like mm -hmm. it's what feeds how you talk how you act what you do um and it's also what you pass on you know if you're if you're with a partner who you're looking to be with long term if you're wanting to you know have children one day that is what you pass on is those morals Mm -hmm. I believe anyway you know that's how I work and so um, I want someone that has those same things as me that I want to pass on. Um, yeah, because that's the, the, yeah. the, our morals is really our, it's our imprint. It's what we leave in the world is what we teach and share and do and act. And so, mm. yeah. Um, okay. Let's go to the next one. If you knew that sacrificing your life would have a huge benefit to thousands of people, would you do it? This feels like a trap. <laughs> um, oh, is it bad to say no? Like I, I feel like so. everyone says, yeah, of course I would. But like, would you really? And like, would I really? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Not. I think it would depend on the proximity to the um, the benefit. So if, if it was. Oh, if, if it was people if it was, you knew. Yeah, if it was closer to me, I think mm. it would be um, I would probably lean more towards yes. 
but if it's something more distant like you know I don't know something you don't see every day Mm. and you can put out of your mind I think proximity is probably the thing for me that would make Mm. it dependent Um, that's the thing with a lot of things isn't it is it's it it is a lot on our how we see the world and what the parts of the world we see and um yeah, that is a really interesting one. I like mm. to think I would. I like to think I'm a good enough person to yeah. do it, but um, I don't have that much faith in myself. <laughs> See, my reflex answer was yes, but yeah. I think it's always mine. Like instantly I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, but really, would, like really, would, if I put myself you, in Could you make that shoes, decision? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And I think, I guess a lot of people would, probably feel a similar way yeah I mean it's I mean yeah you don't want to be like yeah I don't I care of course I care about other people (laughs) you know what I mean so it's not going to be like no automatically no um but yeah that's an interesting question yeah that is an interesting question I would really love to ask that at at, at like a table of people yeah and then challenge people who like automatically say yes because that was my automatic response but when you were like would I (laughs) yeah and that's the thing and I guess like and anyone listening that if you're enjoying this conversation like freaking message us like I want to know like what you guys think um because I think it's hell I think it's super interesting Mm. Mm. this is an interesting one and kind of ties back to last week's episode but if there was no praise or criticism who would you be Mm. that reminds me so much of what you always say which is um oh, i'm gonna butcher who, it can you please just say it because i'm who gonna are you when everyone when everything falls away mm. that's what i've been marinating i in think recently who am i without opinions of others even without like a job title or a uni degree mm. um for me i think I see a lot in university and getting into law or doing a university degree, it is societally good, in quotation marks, good. Um, And it's kind of, I guess it's kind of an ego boost, but it's also, you know, that validation, you're getting the praise, you're getting the love. Um, And if you perhaps didn't if I didn't go down that path I would have got a lot of criticism which I don't think I could have handled at that time so without Mm. praise or criticism I probably wouldn't be doing a law degree I probably wouldn't have felt so pressured to perform academically Mm. (laughs) um and yeah I think I would also what's very interesting is I've struggled a lot with um like style even clothes because I like this is something I've been working on in general as well like what is my unique expression and part of that is my style and I found myself more dressing in a way that just conforms because I don't want attention drawn I don't I don't I don't know it's interesting and I've read that that can be sometimes linked to a Virgo rising in astrology um but yeah I think I might probably also have a different style. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, I mean, just in terms of the astrology, like Virgo rising, it is super hyper analytical. Um, It always wants to, 
if wherever you've got Virgo in your chart, it always wants to make things better. It always wants to improve them. And so it's never happy with how anything can be. Um, so that can definitely come through. But yeah, yeah, it's a really powerful question, isn't it? I guess like for me, I just think I'd, I'd probably just be so much more secure yeah. in myself and also unmotivated because as we spoke about last week, uh, well, in this like chunk of episodes that we're putting out, like I'm deeply motivated by what other people say about what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm literally in a business now where like, my job depends on people coming and liking my posts and sharing them so other people can reach me. And um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think I would actually really struggle to know who I was. I think that's a really cool thing for me to look into. Mm-hmm. And it's something I think I can speak for both of us that we're working towards as well. Um, but I mean, it's kind of, foundational in our society for us to be like conditioned to care about that so it's that well I mean this is a critical thinking game it's a a big question isn't it it's a it's Um, a pretty loaded question (laughs) yeah um okay next question what is motivating you to be politically correct Um, speaking up for people that don't have a voice Mm. and making sure that the majority, so the white straight male in most cases, that the majority voice isn't the loudest slash only voice that's being heard. Mm -hmm. And what do you, Mm. so I think a lot of the time politically correct can be, hmm purported to be one thing what do you think being politically correct is like what is the definition of being politically correct oh golly because because um, this is what i hate that people are like oh everything's so, so politically, politically correct. correct it's used quite days. derogatively now yeah yes. you're right you're right it's used as a as an insult for me using terms that are more politically correct is using correct languaging mm-hmm. to identify people and problems and things that we're talking about in a way that's inclusive in a way that's respectful and in a way that doesn't diminish people's experience mm-hmm. um through maybe oversimplifying you know their experience by putting them into a box for me political correctness and yes yeah, so i mean we all have these conversations with co-workers older relatives all these sorts of things and for me it's just a way that political correctness is just a way of not diminishing someone and not making them an other, mm-hmm. not making who they are or their experience an other or something outside of the normal in quotation marks. Or marks, But yeah, or or other. But it's about um, acknowledging it as as it is. Mm-hmm. I my main motivation is that I never want someone to feel I. I never want someone basically what, yeah, exactly what you said. I don't want someone to feel bad. I don't want someone to feel like they're unimportant or that their struggles don't exist. Mm. I want to make sure that I, I guess my main motivation is ensuring that individual people that their emotional 
I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I want the individual person to feel accepted and to feel valued as they are valued. Mm. Yeah. And seen. So that's my main motivation. I would never want some, I would never want to diminish someone's experience and I would never want to make them feel like shit because Mm. I didn't have a proper understanding. I want to have as much understanding and I constantly strive to have increased understanding all the time um, because I want to. Mm. That's so powerful. I love that. And especially, you know, in a time where, you know, cancel culture and all these things are super prevalent it is actually super important to get in touch with your why because for some mm-hmm. people it is that fear of being cancelled or yeah, you know what I mean that's or, so true yeah it's um, a fear of for yeah. some people that mm. that political correctness could maybe come from a place of oh well everyone else is doing it I don't want to look like I'm not canceled. participating <laughs> yeah. yeah so it can I yeah I'd really encourage everyone to get in touch with their why in terms of that and and like you said what does political correctness mean for you um Mm, it's not a burden for me political correctness is something that um yeah is important the very least that I can do as a white person Mm -hmm. as a white able-bodied person that is the very least that I can do is promote inclusive speech inclusive spaces um Mm. inclusive policy i'm in law mm-hmm. <laughs> well i'm not in law i do a law degree but uh, <laughs> that's kind of a little, you know a it lot. is yeah it's 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 the and uh, you know i have these conversations all the time with people who have different opinions um but that's the thing is it's the very least that we can do because for as long as um people have been around it has been you know the majority that have taken away the rights of the minority and it's the mm. very least that we can do to to try and bring that balance back in order. Yeah. And I think as well, um, when I have conversations with people who may not be on the same page, it thinks people may think that by acknowledging someone else's disadvantage or struggles that it then diminishes their own personal struggles. And that's not at all what it's about. Like we all we all have our own things during our life that are hard and and things we go through, but it's about acknowledging, um, you know, exactly what you said, a wider, a whole wider societal um, issue that, that privileges some people and, and doesn't for others. So also like that thing, something that just came through as well, when you were saying that is one, one person's hard and difficult thing is at at a very different level to someone else's. It doesn't invalidate how you're experiencing it. But the truth of the matter is, is that some people's struggles just simply are not as, as, um, as harder to get through than others um, systematically based on, you know, you, you could have two people going through the same thing, but because of the systematic barriers, one person has easier access to help than another person. One person can afford the therapist once a week and one person has to wait for headspace to have a spot open in six months. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's it's just, it's it can be a similar problem, but the, the way to actually access and move through it um, is can be leaps apart. So yeah, yeah. yeah so that's a really cool question. Yeah, that's a really cool question. I like that. Um, okay, another interesting question. I think they're all interesting. (laughs) Are we the source of our own problems? Do we create problems in our minds to give us something to focus on? 
Well, I mean, isn't that a brain? Isn't that just what the brain does? Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess you know, something like, you know, Jazz, our best friend Jazz talks about it all the time. We talk about every episode. Um, she talks about all the time that we do have that primitive brain where literally our brains used to have to look for problems Survive. because that was how you stayed alive. Um, was looking for the problem. It's like, okay, I've solved this problem. Where do I get water? Now I need to look for food. Now I need to run away from this big, like big scary animal. Now I need to find shelter. Now I need to find food again. Like it was always one problem after another. Um, So I think it, it, I mean, yeah, I do think it does actually give our brain something to do. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And I think that's the power in like getting, doing like the mindset worked so you have perspective on on problems problems I guess in quotation marks um because I think looking back if something happens to me today how I react to it is very different to how I would have reacted to it a couple of years ago um and that's based on like different mindset and a different perspective that I have now so yeah, I absolutely do. I always, I know that my mind always finds problems to focus on. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> um, okay. Do you think that you're a good person? Oh, oh Christ. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, oh, Jesus. Um, I think I try as best as I can be but I'm also a person who has really strong feelings and who that is something that I do wish I could change about myself is I do wish that I could um, look more from other people's perspectives Mm -hmm. and not center things around myself because for me that doesn't make me feel like I'm a good person because of that um, self-centric energy that I bring forward. I know that's like a really roundabout way to answer the question, but, um, I think I try to be, but I don't know that I'm successful. I think you're successful. I think you're a good person. Thank you. I think it depends how you look at a good person, doesn't it? And I think we're, again, we're always our own worst critic, aren't we? Mm -hmm. We'll always find something to to bash on about ourselves yeah I like 100% I'm in work in progress and everyone's a work in progress their whole life but that doesn't mean I'm not at the same time like a good person because I think you know just the fact that I am always striving to do better to improve and look at myself have that self-awareness um I think that's really important and I think that makes someone a good a good person if you're looking at yourself and you're questioning yourself. Um, and that's exactly what you just described. Like you would you were questioning, you know, oh, like this part about me, I th- I think that can, you know, detract from 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 this, but we're working on it. We're constantly evolving, we're constantly healing and I think that makes us both really good people. That's true because we're willing to look at the the, the shit things and work yeah. on them. I'm not saying um, a good person mm. doesn't do bad things um, mm. because a good person is capable of doing bad things, but I think it's how you move forward um, and if you let a thing define you or not. 
Very true. I want that on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a very loaded question. Um, was. These are like spicy. Yes. Um, would you rather be hated for who you are or loved for who you aren't? Hated for who I am. Thousand times, thousand times over because I've already done it, baby. (laughs) Me too. I've already done it the other way. And let's just say it's not worth it. It is internal misery. (laughs) Not worth, never worth. And I think anyone listening to this podcast would have already gone on that journey of stepping out into who they are, no matter what other people say. And I'm sure we can all agree it's, it's never worth living a life for other people. Yeah, it's Mm. really not because that's literally the internal battle I went through for years. I was like, I'm so fearful to be myself in case someone doesn't like me, but I'm also, because it felt easier not to be liked if I wasn't being myself, number one. And it felt much safer to be someone like, not that I wasn't, it's not like I was going around fully faking my personality, but I was um, (laughs) holding a lot of aspects of myself back. Um, Mm. And that caused it caused a lot of like internal conflict and sadness. So, hundred percent, I would much rather love myself than be dependent on others' love. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Beth, what is one thing you love about yourself? I love how much I laugh. I think everything's funny. I got it from my dad. My dad laughs at everything, um, and so I grew up thinking I was really funny. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I just, I, I think that I can just always find the fun in anything that I'm doing and just be a real dickhead. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> What's one thing you love about yourself, Abby? Um, I would say that I really, I really like how open-minded I am and that I have the ability to really listen to other people and see things from a lot of different perspectives um yeah I like to see the best in people and that I used to think that I was stupid for doing that but I really love that about myself now <laughs> yay progress look at her go <laughs> development <laughs> development um okay has your life improved since this time last year um yeah 100 percent yeah I think I think even if we go through shit times, our life does actually always improve because we're always learning from it. Um, but yeah, I mean, this time last year, I mean, I was even thinking about it the other day, like I just, yeah, had so much more bouts of really um, deep sadness, mm. <laughs> I guess is the way, you know, like I, I, I just generally struggled a lot more. Everything was a lot harder. Um my mental health was something that I still was really trying to get grasps of. Um, whereas yeah, now this year, you know, I'm, I'm in business. I am uh, so much more secure in myself, which means I'm so much more secure in my relationships. Um, you know, I've been able to take a break from therapy and just like actually thrive on my own for a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure enjoy. I'll be back. We yeah. are, it's always an ebb and flow, but um, it was really cool to actually really celebrate that, you know, I had taken that step forward and um, yeah, I think so. How about yourself? hundred percent. Interesting because I'm pretty sure the first round of Jazz's coaching was 
about oh God, it was two, a month ago. It? Yeah. A month ago, like a year and a month ago, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Um, and I think back to the person I was then, to the person I am now, 100% my life has improved. Um, I was still very, very lost. And I, my mental health was also in the toilet. I think I was going through mainly a lot of like anxiety. Like I felt so like <laughs> on edge all the time. And my nervous system was like shot it was I would wake up with a racing heart my mind was like racing like as I woke up like what did I have to worry about Abby bed calm it down um <laughs> um but I mean not only that my mental health is 100% improved and that's not to say that I don't um experience anxiety um but it is not my main experience basically as well Hello, we started a podcast. Hey, oh. <laughs> I'm loving it. I have so many more connections to people like you who we can have like really cool conversations and I can share my interests and I can speak really like uncensored and freely about this kind of thing because, you know, you know, we all you know. know. Yeah, we, no, know. we all know. We all know. Um, um, also, you're finishing uni. Finishing uni? In like you're a couple right. of weeks. Exactly. I started a business. Um, She's thriving. Thriving. It's insane how much in a year you can change. And I'm very excited to see where we'll be in a year from now. I know. But yeah, it is. It does show the power of reflection to just actually hold space for yourself to sit and think back. Yeah. It's pretty intense. It's It's pretty cool. cool. How many more do we want to do? A couple more. We'll finish up. Yeah. Yeah. Two more. Okay. How would you feel if, how would you feel if you found out life had no purpose? I'd feel pretty freed, to be honest. I would, I can just see me now and I would just quit my job and I would just move to the bush and I would just see no one and I would just run amok in like, I just, (laughs) I would just like, I would just be off it. Um, But also in saying that, <laughs> I also just think I'd be all right because I'd be like, oh, well, if there's no purpose, I'm just going to do my own thing and it would kind of take the stress off it. So, yeah, I guess I guess free is the yeah. word there. Um, how would I feel if life had no purpose? I feel like I make my own purpose anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, she does. That's sick. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I feel like I would be okay because I feel... I think I'm setting that precedent for myself and how I want to live my life and the purpose I want to live my life for. Um, so I think I would be okay. I definitely had, I was a very existential dready teenager. <laughs> so I think I've gone through that, like the existential dread of like, what is the meaning of life when I was about like 14, 15, <laughs> I went to a Catholic school and um, I definitely questioned what was going on a lot so I was like well if it's not religion like no big man in the sky what's going on um (laughs) so that's that's interesting but yeah that's my answer um let's do one last one to round us up do you like the person you're becoming yeah I think she's the best (laughs) I think I I think she's something I would have never imagined I could have stepped into. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, I'm super stoked. And then I'm really cool. I'm really excited to see the person I become after her and after that and after that, because it is just, it's evolution, isn't it? We all just, we're all just shape shifting into different versions of ourselves at different, mm-hmm. different life cycles. It's really we're cool. jumping timelines. We. <laughs> um I love the person I'm becoming as well um I similarly a year ago I don't think I I would have ever imagined that I would be who I am today so um yeah I'm really proud of myself and I I love I love um my ability to continuously question and improve myself and I think if I've got that foundation then I'm doing pretty good Hell yeah. Hell, <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. I well, love this was, that. This was a fun episode. I liked it. Yeah. No, it was really cool. We got through like all the topics imaginable, <laughs> like actually so many. Trust um, to, yes. to put together that that um, curation of questions, literally hit on all the things, all the big things. We could never. We could never compete with her. Um. That was really fun. Thanks, um, Abby, for suggesting that. You're that so sick. welcome. Yeah, it was very fun. Um, thank you for doing it with me and f- and for answering vulnerably. We love it. And for anyone listening, if you would like to weigh in on any of the conversation, shoot us a DM, tag Absolutely. us in your Instagram shoot stories. Yeah, yeah. Pop a, little, pop a little comment on the, if you guys didn't know, we do upload these videos onto YouTube. So if you've ever wanted to see, yes. if you prefer to watch podcasts rather than listen, jump over onto YouTube. Um, we are the, the Mystic Millennials. Um, all the videos are there. You can see us in all our glory. In the flesh. Um, and, yeah, join us next week. We have a really exciting guest interview coming on, our first ever interview. Ah, can you believe we've actually um, already already sneakily recorded it and let me tell you you don't want to miss it it's a good one you don't miss it it's a good one i would uh i would definitely section out a good bit of time to listen to it have a cuppa have where, a little we're talkers where um, we are able to go for a little while yeah but i mean you guys know what it's like we love talking so mm-hmm. we're not gonna stop um but yeah thank you guys so much for listening yeah if you enjoyed um please make sure to you know like and subscribe hit the follow button as well um on spotify and apple podcasts um just so you never miss an app um but yeah thanks so much abby love you so much that was so fun so much that was so fun we'll see you next week Bye. bye thank you for listening to the mystic millennial podcast If you enjoyed this episode, please share, leave a review and make sure to subscribe so you never miss an app. Thank you. Bye.